going on a trip, we're gonna learn Things to say and stuff, and we gotta podcast. A friend tells us now what they learn, and a lot of all facts are not exactly that, but we try. So let's fly. Let's fly. Let's fly. Let's fly. Well, we're here. Another episode. Believe it or not, of the of the world famous podcast, Let's, Let's Fly. fly. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Megan Strickland, and I'm the other host, Steph Cook. <laughs> um, we've got two guests today. This is the the first time on the podcast that we have had two hosts at once. Two guests. Two at guests once. at once. We actually almost always have two hosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're joined today by Rhiannon Ransford. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. And Ashley Revere. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> you're, you have a great radio voice. <laughs> Thank you. And both these guests are, Megan knows them from South Carolina. Yep. So We kind of met on the streets of South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> no. Just go on. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder how Steph will say it. Um, went to college with Rhiannon. Yep. Um, and kind of met Ashley in college. Ashley, um, you know, didn't attend college. She was just kind of around Charlotte. Lies. <laughs> I actually went to Fordham. She's a New Yorker. That's right. Oh, nice. Yeah, these, these two guests today, we were sort of inspired to have them on the podcast. They're visiting, and with within three hours of them being here, they had taught me so many interesting new facts. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I was like, we've got to get the them on the podcast. Well, mostly it was the furniture fact. That was kind of what kicked it off. Oh. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. I hope that was correct information. <laughs> <laughs> Almost nothing. Okay, so if you're if you've listened to the podcast or are just tuning in, we fact check nothing you've heard. <laughs> yeah, honestly, most of the time we're like, I think I'm remembering this correctly. Um, <laughs> we read an article two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't on a satirical website. <laughs> Here's what it was. What is the furniture fact? I don't think I remember. So if you're so like the, at a thrift store, you go because you the dovetail. Yeah, so it's like a woodworking technique that's used and it's an easy way to tell if it's like a piece of shit furniture or something that a little bit of effort went into maybe which came up because megan found a piece of furniture megan had on the side of the road in chicago but it was a dovetail but it turns out it was a dovetail so, so dovetail's bad dovetail turns out good. is good because oh, like you good. have to like joint together two pieces of wood for corners oh okay so like but if it's kind of done in a craftsmanship kind of fancy way it seems fancy it's like shoop it's just what it is. It, it, or it is what it is. So other people might just nail together two boards and it's like, this is a little bit. Oh, it can fall apart it easier. It can fall apart. But this is right. like. It's less intertwined. And dovetail, I think it has to be real wood for that to be a thing that works. Oh, it also has to be real wood. Right. Oh. Couldn't be a plastic. That doesn't expand and contract too much. Like, like particle board or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Or plastic or, or plastic or brick. <laughs> <laughs> a brick desk. I was very comfortable getting furniture off the street in Chicago. Most of the furniture that was in my apartment in Chicago was sort of found on the street, you know. Um, and and that makes me, as I'm saying it, you know, kind of wanting to cut this part. But <laughs> in New York, I'm like a little bit more apprehensive about street furniture. Do you think if it's wood, it's just fine, though? Like, obviously, you never yeah. got a couch off the street ever anywhere, right? Right. No, never okay. a couch or never a mattress. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's kind right. of my... I have a tattoo, never a couch, <laughs> never a mattress. Um, 
But anything else feels fair game because you can clean it. Right. Did you clean that desk? Of course. Okay. Yeah. I got around to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I. I oh, your desk it. in your apartment is found on the street. Yeah. Oh wow. But kind of like a, a t- like it was my neighbor put it out, and I was like, oh, you're getting rid of that beautiful desk. Oh okay. And yeah. she was like, yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take it. Because that's like an old timey desk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when you don't, you can't just go buy at the store or maybe at like a Haverty's. Yeah. You know. Not an Ikea. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what a Haverty's is. <laughs> Learn something. Know. What's a Haverty's? I don't know. It's a furniture, furniture store <laughs> in Dallas. I know about Haverty's <laughs> because we just got our couch replaced by them like while I've been on this vacation. Oh, nice. Are you serious? Yeah. Ha- Haverty's? Yeah. What? That's so weird. Yeah. Um, wait, Ashley, you had kind of a crisis when you were in New York. I did have a crisis because my air conditioner that we bought new a year ago stopped working. Mm-hmm. And it's Charleston, South Carolina. It's like 110 degrees right now. So it's like not really acceptable. And so a couple weeks ago, they came out and fixed it. Every week since, it stopped working again. We finally went through like the ringer, figured out that if you have your floors sanded, which we did recently, hardwood floors like resanded, you're supposed to turn your AC off. And if you don't, all that particle goes up into your AC unit and just like destroys it. Oh no. Which is unfortunate. Which is crazy. No one told you that. I know. Specifically, Specifically the, the, floor the floor people. Sanders. Right? <laughs> I know. I know. And now I don't know if I should like call them and mention like next time you do a sanding. <laughs> I think you should. I know yeah. it's hot in there, but... <laughs> Yeah, you got oh, to they, Yeah, they don't want to tell anyone to turn no. the AC off. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It would make their job awful. Yeah. So now we're going, we're buying a new AC unit. Yeah. <laughs> Just in pieces, though, it seems yeah. like. Oh, like replace a part, see if it fixes it. Replace yeah. it. It's a not a fun fact, but it is a fact <laughs> that I learned. Is it there's a window unit at your house now? And yeah, so my husband had to run out and buy a window unit, and he and the two dogs yeah. are just like huddled in the corner waiting for me to come home and suffer with them. Yeah, <laughs> and I might miss my flight. <laughs> my, uh, my sister. Well, I'll talk about something she talked about uh, as far as neuroscience later, but this is just a fact about her house. Her dog, she has two dogs, and one of the dogs has, like, terrible separation anxiety. So when my sister leaves the house every day, she has to take the AC out of the window because the dog will tear it out of the window and, like, try to escape. Oh, my God. So, like, her, she now has an AC that's just, like, the tube that, it's, (laughs) like, a floor AC. so So it's very easy, but, like... The room Paul and I stayed in has a window AC that we were like, we had to take it out whenever we would. Uh, so if there's not an available escape route, is the dog okay? Just yeah, she'll just be like, like okay, anxious in a corner. <laughs> but if there's oh. any way out of the house, she will like She's going for it. Yeah. Man. How smart is that dog that she knows that if I can get rid of that AC, there'll be a hole there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty. She's a pretty smart dog. She's also an insane dog, and she's on Prozac, but it did not work. Uh-huh. Like she still escaped. <laughs> so she's gone Prozac through. It was just a more relaxed escape. Yeah, she uh, destroyed one with her teeth. Just like destroyed a unit, you know, managed to pull it out, and then got on the roof. And my sister's neighbors, my sister's neighbors, like saw it and like called, like kept her kind of calm and tried to get her i guess back in the house from the ground what like, kind of dog is it i'm picturing like a gargoyle <laughs> <laughs> it's a i don't it's like a rescue dog but it's kind of a i don't know what type of dog she is at all she's a mix of a bunch of different but kind of like she's oh, like a medium-sized but like real skinny 
Oh, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> like a greyhound-ish? Kind of greyhound, like long hair, like a mix oh. of a greyhound and like some sort of um, like shepherd, like like if a German shepherd were like uh, little and skinny. If, hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. like a, if a German shepherd was like would get its shit together or whatever. This is actually not a body shaming podcast. Do you have uh, <laughs> you have facts about dog weight loss later? <laughs> actually, my, my new thing just been on your mind. Uh, yeah, I'm ki- I'm trying to get my degree in um, nutrition for dogs and kind of mm. trying to become a dog nutritionist. That's not true. Um, we 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 listen. We we I feel like we've learned a lot, and I was gonna say I think this might be the podcast with truly the most facts that we've ever. I don't want to set us up to fail. I don't want to, but we've already said some facts, and normally this much into the podcast we have not said any facts. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> and facts with a lowercase f, just to be clear. yeah, and with a tm facts people remembered. <laughs> Kind Let's of. fly facts. Yeah. We went to Governor's Island, Steph. And mm-hmm. I feel like New Yorkers are going to be interested in this. I'm a New Yorker. I mean, I, I've been here for uh, the requisite 10 years. JK, I'm not really a New Yorker. But I did not know about this. You, It's like this fair... You guys got to describe it. Because you guys found it and you brought me there. We Governor's found it. Island. Yeah, we discovered you, it. <laughs> you discovered it. You're like, we were here years ago. We founded this <laughs> island. Let us bring you back. No, but can you tell... Can you give us a quick... Sure. All right, so... You on the spot. From what I remember, um, it was a <laughs> Coast, Guard, Coast Guard base. <laughs> I think so. Okay, I think it was a Coast Guard base. The base shut down, so it's just this like island that exists that has all the infrastructure of a functioning a place, but oh, no one okay, lives yeah. there. Empty. Completely empty. So part of it feels very ghost towny, very creepy, very apocalyptic, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, but you can rent bikes and ride around. So. <laughs> not just bikes, but Surrey's, which actually Surrey's. I did not know was a thing. Yeah. So I guess that's the thing I learned. It's like a golf cart, but everyone pedals. Oh, a, a Surrey? A Surrey, yeah. Oh, oh okay. I only know <laughs> How do you... the Surrey from the musical Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, Surrey <laughs> with her friend John Top. Dun, 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 but it's like a horse Surrey. cart that gets pulled. Yes. In the We didn't have a horse. No, we were yeah. the horses <laughs> in this version. We lost the horse. <laughs> The island is crazy, though, because it's, like, it's insane to be in, it's, to- A, we took a ferry there for free. You can take a ferry there for free. On the yeah. weekends. The whole thing is, But like you can free. get trapped on the island if you miss the last ferry, right? It felt like it. Yeah. There we was not a lot of rules. kind of wrote an entire horror movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, based on our bike ride, based <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, because it is kind of. It's kind of terrifying. It's it's really terrifying, <laughs> and but I would recommend people. We are obviously everyone should go, but it is terrifying. There's glamping on the island, so you can oh, glamp. So, okay. Okay. So the rule is the military sold it to the New York mm-hmm. and was like, "Yo, here's the island. We're gonna sell it to you for a dollar." But the rule is nobody can ever stay overnight or something. That was like, why was that? Why do they care? I don't know why they cared. Isn't that know. what the gal told us? I think so. These are facts. Um, <laughs> So no one can stay on the island. Like, I kept on being, like, asking everyone, like, so no one is a re- I mean, you're seeing these old buildings and kind of more newer buildings, and they look like there's still curtains in the windows, you know? Uh-huh. But also there's, like, trees growing out of the chimney, so it's, like, they're pseudo- and But, like, they're not... It's so strange. And I kept on being, like, so no one... There's not even a caretaker that stays overnight. And they're, like, no, no one is allowed to stay overnight except for the glamping people. For some reason, that's uh, Grandfather Dan or, or, or you know... People would glamp on the army base. <laughs> well, they have. It these, was in the contract. Like new, yeah. <laughs> in 1945, when they <laughs> sold it, they were like, glamping is going to be a thing in 2012. want to make sure. But there's like, you know, those fancy tents where they're like, uh-huh. they just like have a section of those. 
It's wild. It's like you're out in the country, but you were staring at Manhattan. It's like weirdly terrifying and also equally family friendly. Like yeah. every, it's, you can take your kids and there's like green grass they can run around in, like views of the skyline. There's an oyster bar, ice cream sandwiches, and then these buildings that are just like dilapidated and haunted and some crazy artwork also. Yeah. Because they, what's it called? Nada? The, oh, yes. It's called, sorry. The art students got to take over two buildings. <laughs> But then there's just like all these kind of teenagers on the island that didn't really, no offense to teens, I'm actually a huge fan of teens, but <laughs> they were actually very sweet, but they didn't really know much about, like, they were kind of the stewards, that it, they seemed to be the daily stewards of the island, amazing that oh, we're right, yeah. but they didn't seem to know much about the island. Um, anyway, Steph, you gotta go. It's cool. Okay, it's I will scary. go. It's a nice day for the family. I think, yeah, we've been meaning to go, just to, because I've never been. Yeah. The ferry takes five minutes or less. Like it's a very, yeah. very short boat ride. And there is like we we'll take the ferry down to Dumbo, because there's a the East River ferry, so you can just oh. hop on, and then I mean it's two seventy five, but <laughs> you can so you can save up and then you yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. It's nice. What do you do in Dumbo? Uh, there's a. I mean, like, we, there's an outdoor rock climbing area that we'll go to. Like, our gym runs an outdoor rock climbing thing. So we'll go down there. And then there's also, like, uh, I probably similar to Governor's Island. It's just a bunch of, like, touristy, like, sea-themed restaurants. Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple good pizza places that we've never been to down there because there's always an hour and a half line. But it's supposed to be, like, some of the best pizza in New York. But we But we've never been. So I can't vouch for that. <laughs> so we still don't know. Uh, Ashley, I'm like nervous about your flight. So I feel like we should dive in All to right. you as soon as we can. Your facts. Sure. If, you, if you're ready to give us a fact, a half a fact. A thing that I learned. A thing that you learned. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. This morning I learned of the existence of something I'd never heard of. Hospital underwear. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> You guys taught me this. <laughs> Amy Schumer's rocking it out in public. <laughs> yes. Apparently, well, actually, I've only seen pictures, so I feel like I need more details on it. Yeah, well, you maybe could tell us more. I mean, I'd love to. <laughs> um, no, I mean, after I had my child, like, there is this, like, special underwear that you got. It gives you powers. It gives you superpowers. Is it super comfy? No. Like, is it something um, you wish you could I mean, still wear to this day? No, it's just, like, there, it's... Consider it medical supplies. Like, it's not, like, gauzy, maybe. Not comfortable. Not particularly comfortable, but... Is it designed to kind of hold in if you have, like, a scar? No, there's something else. Like, there's, like, also, like, a... Because I had a C-section, so there's, like, a thing that, like, almost... That had to, like, Velcro around to try to, like... I don't know. Because I've heard about something that women do after they give birth where you put, like... It, is it like menthol or maybe not menthol that would be awful but like some something Witch hazel maybe like yeah in the yeah. your underwear that was great. or yeah really? so it like soothes yeah interesting Down stephanie there. told me our other friend stephanie told me to do that Whoa. and it was like the best tip ever amazing mm-hmm. cool and you could do that in hospital underwear or regular underwear yeah are they disposable yes okay i think that's oh what so it's more like, it's kind of catching maybe sort of any sort of post-birth situation. Oh, right. God. Okay. <laughs> now I regret, I regret everything. 
I want to go back. And, and Ashley's like, yeah, there's something I definitely want to talk about on the podcast. No, we've talked about it on the podcast before. We need to, the world needs to know more about the details surrounding childbirth. Maybe. I would, yeah. It feels like we're all a little bit in the dark until it happens to us. And then it's like, oh, cool. And I would even say even after, because like I blocked a, a lot of things out, and I like right now I can't tell you a whole lot, but I know what happened to me, <laughs> which is for the best. Honestly. Right, right. It's I like, think my mind's protecting itself. Yeah. Um, so Ashley, that's cool. You learned about the existence of us. I did. Um, we also, as part of our trip, went up to Central Park and we rented bikes. And we had a like amazing day. But we heard a little rumor that there were whales in the Hudson. And I had no idea that there could be whales in the Hudson. Mm -hmm. We immediately made a run for it to go try to find them. We (laughs) didn't see any, but I feel like there is hope because it was a sort of credible source. Yes. In that it was a friend of Megan's. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of credible. (laughs) And also there has been articles, I think, in the New York Times about a a whale that was in that's in the Hudson but then if you go onto Google it says there's now more whales in right we look there's like been uh, more whales in the Hudson in New York like in off the coast of New York I think is there's a not, lot not yeah. far up the Hudson just yeah in New York yeah there was a whale in the Thames once once what? like which really? doesn't make sense because it's not on the ocean but how someone just like, <laughs> like in like, the middle of London pet whale. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> everyone i think in london like would go out and just like look at it <laughs> as it died so so yeah. alone no family oh my god what kind of whale i don't know <sighs> did they get it out uh i don't remember so i guess it's not a good fact <laughs> no it's a it's perfect a good one. Fact. <laughs> I'll, I'll repeat that at some point we'll give like, even less detail <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i've i talked about whales on this podcast before because I, I think last time we went to record, I, I had come prepared with like, oh, oh I did talk about it. I that's think right. You talked about what? All the whales that were dying. Yes. Oh. More whales are dying now than, than ever, ever before. before. Or gray whales or something. Anyways. And, yeah. Gray whales predict mass extinction for like other animals or something like that. That's what I said. That was not a fact, but that's oh, my Oh, you just made that up. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling them, I don't know, the isotope of the, the kind of what we should, but that is kind of my scientific opinion. Did you have a question? Oh. <laughs> Did you just raise your hand? Rihanna? I, don't, I got nothing. Um, I actually feel like I know Rihanna and kind of one of the facts that you're going to share, and I think it's really interesting, and I'm kind of excited to dive in. Mm-hmm. Remember the hostess. My hostess. <laughs> if you don't have a first lady... Oh. Would you want to tell us about that? I would. Do you think that's interesting? I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Um, So I learned that if a president does not have a wife, then another family member is identified as the first hostess of the White House. So it's been like daughters-in-laws, sisters. Um, I thought that was a fun fact that I learned. And not that has, guess how many times that's happened, Steph? Once. Wrong. So what exactly. I thought. Uh, I went to the Google. <laughs> Three like, times. Eight? Seven or eight? Nine. Nine. In the car oh. you said nine. Interesting. On that thing I looked up, it said nine then. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Andrew Jackson did not have a wife. Mm. He had a sister. first hostess. A sister, thank God. Or was it daughter-in-law? I can see. Wow. Let's see. So in this election cycle, 
is that when we say that we're in a current election we're in an election cycle in a way yeah or, or it's always an election cycle. It's always <laughs> in Amer- actually it's always an election cycle yeah that makes sense but there are single people that are running yeah it could happen yeah. or do we know what happens if the first lady dies like in office does and do they I think then it just would go to a someone else that the president picks i would assume a family member like a hostess right no. it gets on a dating oh, website interesting. that's that's insensitive <laughs> um <laughs> They're like, you have 10 days to meet someone, if not. <laughs> no. <laughs> swipe, swipe, I feel like I that should be a reality show swipe. if it comes to that. <laughs> there was like, Find a, the president, I feel like in the, the partner. 90s or the early 2000s, there were all of these like children of presidents movies. Yes. I think maybe just because Chelsea Clinton was in office and it had been a while since there had been like a first kid. <laughs> then now all of a sudden there were all these movies that were like, first kid uh the one yeah. with uh katie holmes where she's like she escapes yeah and like goes to europe to like meet a boy or something yes uh, there were a lot of um yeah, there was a mandy moore one too where oh, she was the president's yeah. daughter my date I, that? i've never heard of daughter. any of these movies <laughs> they were prime 90s fair i yeah. feel like yeah and you would have loved them it's not too late for you <laughs> all right I mean, Some well, we, we've do. been talking a lot of this weekend, not a lot, but about movies that you like loved as a kid and rewatching them and being like, oh my gosh. Not as great as I thought. Pile of garbage. garbage. Yeah. Can't think of any well, Especially now that like you have a kid and so you're going to have to start bringing things back. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should watch them before they get addicted to them. So if it's not as good as you remember, oh, you can yeah, shelf you can it. pre-screen right. them. Yeah. Right. I do that with, um, kind of do that with books. Like if. My son's almost two, and if he, there's like a book that he loves that I think is annoying, I will certainly hide that thing <laughs> on the top of a bookshelf. <laughs> Do you like the what is it? The camel books or not the camels? Llama llama. Yeah, llama llama. So there's like very short versions. I, I'm here for it, and I thought that was like all that it was, and then someone gifted him a a long one. Oh. Um, <laughs> A more adult version, if you will. Um, and I had a, that's, that's on the top shelf. Uh, <laughs> I had to hide it. Also, can we, can we curse on this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Fuck yeah. Llama's kind of a little bitch. <laughs> He's very whiny. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, that's not a good role model. I don't, mm, I don't want to read that whiny voice. <laughs> I don't no. want him picking up anything. You don't want William to become that Llama. kind of... Llama. Yeah, Llama. <laughs> I can only hear it in my head the way, is it Snoop Dogg? <clears throat> or, no, it's uh, Ludacris. Uh, Ludacris. He reads it, he's like, llama, llama, repajama. Like, I can only hear it in that voice. That's I've good. never heard of these What? Books. Wait. Steph. I'll, uh, I can send you some. <laughs> <Okay>. llama. <laughs> one specific one, it sounds like. Llama, llama, holiday dramas coming your way. <laughs> Basically, the plots of these llama books, I kind of just, they're on... They're on my... I just kind of read them <laughs> for fun. I kind of... It's kind of Megan's reading level. Yeah. yeah. They're my reading level. Oh, you're up to the three now? <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm up to multiple words per page, so that feels good. Um, I do need some help sounding stuff, stuff out or whatever, but that's why um, That's why I live with Tim. Uh, um, no, but it's like... The basic plot of the llamas llamas are like, llama llama goes to the grocery store, doesn't get what he wants. Yeah, crook. Or he gets lost 
Okay, now I, as I'm looking at Rand's face, I'm realizing my reading comprehension is not as good as I thought. I just haven't read the grocery store one, so oh, I'm not familiar. I've but only I only read the grocery store one. Other ones one. Great. I used to watch children for my job. Oh. Um, mm. And so I would read these books. Here, on the up and up. Yeah, so now I How do. about, okay, in line with this, Dr. Seuss books are very long and annoying. Yeah. Oh. They're so long. Did not recall. Like, the disasters. Trip bedtime, it needs to be like, these babies need to be quick. Yes. Because you're I don't children. want them learning. I want them sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time to learn. We're trying to knock you out. Um, yeah, where do you stand on, like, if you're trying... <laughs> this is a joke question, but I know this. people used to do this when I was a kid. Okay, William's having trouble sleeping. He kind of won't go down. Let's give him a little Benadryl. Uh, <laughs> I, they now have to say on the box, like, do not give to children to sleep. I think because so many people were doing it. There is like an all natural cough syrup with like therapies and it has what's the thing that like people can take but with no side effects to make you sleepy? Melatonin? Oh, Melatonin yeah. in it. I haven't tried it because like he's a pretty good sleeper. I haven't gotten that desperate. Okay. But I have you, friends. You have it on the shelf just really? in case. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I think if you are just blessed with a child that sleeps through the night, it's like, thank God. Yes. Rainan's husband described to me one time that he came in to check as Rhiannon was putting William to bed and she was face down on the ground. He said it looked like she just needed police like chalk around her body. <laughs> still reading though. <laughs> like face in the carpet, still reading the book. It's probably Llama Llama. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, have you ever been this tired? And I said, no. <laughs> Is that never. just like the first, first year of being a parent? You're like, oh, I've never, I thought I'd been tired before, but I had no idea what tired was. Yeah. Because we stayed up all night to study one time. Yeah. <laughs> really cool in college. It was one. It was We could have done it more. We only did it once. <laughs> and it's I just mean, a different tired. Weren't we tired then? For sure. Different tireds. So it's like I've had a child. I've You've had, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like a more of a prolonged, I'm never catching up on my like, sleep. Right. Like when we did that. The next night, we're like, oh, I can go to bed. Like, I don't have to do anything else. I can just focus on, on me. getting myself back in order. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have that time to do that anymore. But you like, just, it's what it is. So you, you just, you do, just it. do it. Uplifting. Wait. So <laughs> Steph, Steph had a big weekend. Uh, yeah. So I, my sister uh, got her PhD in neuroscience. So she uh, had to... Uh, she gives like the, her thesis talk or whatever, and then she or dissertation uh, talk, and then she has to defend it. And so we just watched the talk part. <laughs> so got to see what she was up to for uh, the last six years, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, and she, so it's like a, a science talk. So where it, she has a PhD in neuroscience, so it was very technical, and. Uh, but I feel like I got the gist of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she studies pain, uh, like neurological pain in the spine. Um, oh. And then figuring out ways to fix it because for people with chronic spinal pain or chronic pain at all, like opioids are the only, an- I guess, answer, but it's not an answer because it doesn't actually fix the problem. It just masks. It just covers it up, yeah. And also, I think for a lot of people, they don't even really work um, covering up the pain. Uh, So, 
<laughs> she told so they do all the research on mice um so don't you know um throw fake blood on me but that's just what happens um i'll just leave this jar (laughs) um yeah so she the research they i guess they they had to do a bunch of control stuff uh just to see what happens normally with spinal injuries and the recovery time and then they test there's like a test they do for like tail flicking where to see how quickly they respond to um tails in like hot water flicking out and that's how they can test how uh well the spine is like um oh, like how so much it, pain they're in and the stuff. mice would be like paralyzed um not no quite. not quite no what? they're like it's just like a spinal injury that they the mice then recover from so anyway i think she uh, the gist i got was that she discovered a new thing yeah. a new <laughs> treatment right is that what you got paul that she discovered a new treatment where uh, there's like a, I think it's like a type of protein that they would inject and then it binds to the mRNA and then like replicates itself. And so then after a period of like a certain period of days, their uh, spinal pain is way down. Oh, and so wow. it's just it's just like a protein that goes in and repairs. Yeah. Was this like solely your sister's research or was she a part of a bigger team? Part of like a lab. So I think like a lot of it was her, like that was her focus. Mm -hmm. And then um, she would like work with other people, I think on certain parts of it. Cool. Did she say anything about how long it took for it to start repairing? Um, Well, in the mice, which I assume it's just a much quicker process. It was... um, like 50 days i think was ultimately so it was like they would do it like although maybe it was like by 23 days there was like some uh activity and then it would kind of level off and then by day 50 it was like almost back to normal wow wow that's really cool how long was the so she's presenting this yeah research how long was that uh it was like an hour talk and then she had like an hour and a half closed door session with her I was gonna ask like, or whatever. was it open oh it was yeah. so like even if you wanted to you couldn't have right. just so they could get more technical right. you think so they could kind of try him. to nail her down on some like trip her up basically yeah i think like ask her a lot a lot more about the specific experiments and stuff like that was this i always imagine these dissertation presentations or whatever to be in like a big gymnasium then with like four or five people watching or something that's a science fair oh okay (laughs) (laughs) like i always imagine it being a big gymnasium a bunch of people around with trifolds (laughs) and everyone's high school students um and then one super smart (laughs) 10 year old (laughs) i'm there (laughs) um no but like is it in a classroom or i assume now yeah it's in like a like a lecture hall slash classroom so it's like a smaller lecture hall i guess and uh, it was pretty full because it's like people that are in her program and i think younger students in the program um Uh. and then like some professors are there and then her family well it was six of us or whatever were there nice yeah I don't know, Steph, I don't know if you can answer this question. Maybe you guys can. But I have a question about medicine in general. Mm-hmm. I so, can answer it. 
so most like you're like dang okay i have a headache i'm gonna take ibuprofen i'm gonna take tylenol you mm-hmm. know i don't know what you're you pick your poison there um it, it's not actually fixing your headache we all know this it's just kind of turning off the brain to noticing your pain well those it does because oh. it those i think dilate dilate or i think they dilate your blood vessels or like so it's some, like headache. aspirin i think is a blood thinner so it just like I think changes the pressure in your blood vessels. Oh, but they're to like achieve what? Why does like that reduce work? pain? Yeah, because I think. Swelling. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So are are a lot of, so 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 then some medicines are like it's fixing the problem, yeah. which Other, is why I think you can't really take that stuff when you've done like had surgery, and that's why you get like opioids. Or like morphine, which is an, I think an opioid. Be when you have surgery because it covers it up. It doesn't really change, change your, your blood flow or anything. Yeah, which might be tricky, risky to do. I might be wrong. Paul's <laughs> looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> but yeah, they just cover stuff up. But like, uh, or if you have certain blood disorders, or like if you if your blood's too thin or whatever, you can't like take certain you can't um, over the counter stuff. Yeah, because it'll it could make you bleed out if you like jesus i don't know <laughs> i think it's yeah, all like per, super precautionary but it's like because technically they do change your blood change or your bl- or your blood blood vessels. changers oh, okay so does that now that's making me think maybe opioids are the only one that don't actually do something in your body they just neurologically the only medicine is that why opioids are so addicting addicting is that why i, I think we have right. another scientist on board <laughs> 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 this podcast is kind of a, it's it's where it's for you to get frustrated listening to people that don't know what they're talking about <laughs> it's a jumping off point for your own research i think when you're for opioids when your body is not feeling the pain it can oh, heal get you itself high. quicker oh it, also that but like mm. it, it your body isn't stressed so it's allowed to heal ah. so it should be a very short-term thing cool that's the reason and not it's not just pain relief it's like 100 percent confirmed yes that's the reason yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's also like let's just, yeah because then if you're not feeling your back is killing you you can get a little bit more wiggly get some more blood flow in there starts to straighten itself out yeah well they also did like because a bunch of people who fought in vietnam got addicted to opioids and then when they got back to the u.s immediately stopped taking them and it was just like purely a stress relief like they were truly were doing heroin every day in vietnam and then when they got back they were like oh i'm done really yeah that's amazing and like some became addicted to it when they came back so like there's that because a lot of Vietnam veterans had a hard time readjusting back to life in the U.S. Um, but, yeah, most of them stopped immediately when they got back to the U.S. Wow. I didn't know that part. I didn't know that. So it's almost like they were treating the war. Yeah. They were treating themselves for the pain associated with war, and then they got back, no more war, no more pain. No more heroin needed. It's been another episode. It's been another seller episode of Let's. <laughs> Wait, did you give any facts? No, no, no. We're not. I'm just doing a false wrap up. Um, yeah, that, this, this was me just trying to avoid because I didn't do my homework. Yeah. Um, we're going like 40 
ish, right? Ashley, whenever you need to leave, don't be it's, shy. It's now. It's now. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, this is going to be our first entrance exit during a podcast where the podcast goes on. I don't this have been, anyone to tap in. It's been a day of first. Paul. Paul, you, Mel, Paul can always chime in a bit more. Um, Thanks for having me. Thank yeah, you, Ashley. Thank you so, thank much, you so much for it. being here. The part of the, the first podcast with two guests. I mean groundbreaking it's, it's truly <laughs> groundbreaking it's taking this is like next level more facts have been shared more facts have been shared today than you I didn't think. see it if you're listening but megan made <laughs> uh, quotation marks with her fingers again lowercase f <laughs> megan was telling a story last night and she said and my cousin <laughs> but i think it really was air quotes, air quotes. i think it really was her cousin so i don't know what situations you use those air i don't quotes. understand air quotes okay i'm trying to figure them out i'm throwing in i'm kind of throwing them in the soup trying to figure out where it takes um can we do actually i'm going to give ashley a hug okay so one one kind of fact i have or something that i kind of have to share something i've learned lately is um i've actually other than llama llama i've been reading this book other than the llama llama series i've been reading this book called daily rituals um, which is about, as I'm kind of getting into it, I'm realizing it's more of a coffee table book and not something that you're supposed to sit down and read, you know, cover to cover. But I'm, I'm absolutely reading it cover to cover uh, and just kind of taking in. It's this guy, I think he's in Brooklyn, actually he might be like a, I think he's, a, I know he's a New York guy, he might be a Brooklyn guy, but he was like really interested in other, in people's daily rich, like daily, mm-hmm. daily and how they get work done. It's mostly, it's all artists, like writers, painters, um, composers, the only artists. The only artists. <laughs> There's no comedians in the book. <laughs> um, and kind of how they work, you know, when, what they, they literally like, what time do they wake up? What do they eat? When do they work? When do they sleep? What food activities? And, and I kind of want to know that about everybody. So actually, that would be a fun part of this for me is you guys could say what your typical daily ritual is. And you can answer offline if it's private. <laughs> if you're like, I get up. <laughs> I do something embarrassing for four hours and then whatever. Um, but it's really, it's 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 interesting because it, it goes back. It's like, you know, Pablo Picasso's in there. Oh, but it started as a blog. So he was like interested in this. So he would post on his blog like, oh, I found out about like, um, you know, Emily uh, Dickinson's daily ritual. I don't think she's in there. Actually. Hide hide in the house. and. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave ever. Every single day, <laughs> find a new hiding spot. Um, the book has actually very little women in it, which is like I guess it shouldn't be a surprise because not even the little women. <laughs> not even the Joe. <laughs> Joe. Wake Amy. up. Lay there. <laughs> Sell my hair. Wait, who was the one that was uh, sick in the book? Was that Joe? Beth. Beth. Oh, Beth. Yeah, and she dies. She does die. Doesn't Beth die? Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. They're coming out with a new Little Women movie. Are they? Did you guys know? Mm -hmm. I used to, I love that movie. Me too. Same. Mm. Marmy. Marmy. Is that what they called her? Nope. Don't, don't remember the great movie, right? Here's what I do remember. You don't need scores of suitors, Joe. You just need one. If it's the right one. That's Amy. Scores of what? Suitors. Oh, I thought you, you said need seizures. <laughs> you also don't need You just those. need one to take you out. Uh, <laughs> it was hard to be a woman in those days. So, okay. So the book is, it is interesting. Well, actually, let's just do a quick pause here. Do you guys feel comfortable sharing your daily rituals? I'll share mine. I can. It's I just so boring for me. I, like It's fascinating to me. I feel like mine's about, I'm starting a new job tomorrow. So I feel Ooh. like mine is also about to be very Exciting. different. Yeah. Yeah. So your daily ritual is about to change in a yes. big way. <laughs> so my, I, I don't really have, I guess I don't have a daily ritual. I kind of wake up at like 
So, so maybe that's why I'm so interested in other people. Actually, mm. you probably, why? Well, I mean, I do, I suppose. I don't have a very purposeful one. I wake up at like 8, 8.15. I try to push it every single day. I snooze. I Then I'm like, okay, got to get up. I'm like, then I kind of decide how dirty I am. I'm like, how dirty am I? You know, I kind of, and, I, and that's when I kind of look inward for the first time. <laughs> and I'm like, do I need a shower? Do I need a body shower? Do I need a full shower? Or do I need to just wash my teeth and brush my face? Yeah. And, and <laughs> reverse that. <laughs> And then I do that, and then I'm kind of, a lot of times when I'm doing that, I'm like, okay, and what clothes am I wearing? What clothes am I wearing? I'm thinking about that. And if you think yours is boring, this has got to be more boring. So then I'm, I've kind of got an outfit, throw that on, get make sure my computer's in my bag, and I'm out the door. And then I just am working. And then that's, you know, my time is really not my own, so there's not much of a, you know, go to work, do right. work, get off work about 4 or 4.30, try to work out try to go to a mic or have a show go go oh, wait. home i want to do yoga with you yes where uh we can talk about this yeah. off mic. <laughs> where do you do it and at what time and generally you're pretty vulnerable when you're there right <laughs> yeah. no yeah, weapons i'm kind of like prime for attack um, <laughs> is that your go-to yeah you doing yoga yeah cool. but i do core power yoga which is i think kind of lame but it's like mm. it's not like real like yoga i mean it's yoga but it's not like it's like workout yoga with weights. That's not lame. That, okay. No. We have to give ourselves nicknames in the class. No, I'm trying to <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to figure out the way to make it lame. Um, but anyways, this book is interesting because it is fascinating in just how many more male artists there are than women artists. And I guess that that's just something that exists. But this book, like, really like highlights. It's highlight because it's like there's like, and maybe there's just like less information available about women. I'm sure there's like more. The percentage of this book seems to be. 10 to 1 like women yeah. to men it's like that can't be that can't be actually the, the but i'm sure it's like not i'm i i would bet i'll say this year we went to the whitney biennial where they had they invite a bunch of like new artists to do specific pieces for this um for the biennial so it's like i think it runs for a month or two um and because i had been noticing like I mean, I'm sure everyone, like, we went, I went to the Met, like, a couple months ago, and it was like, oh, this is all men, and, like, no people of color, um, but at the Whitney Biennial, um, so it's all, like, current artists, and it was, like, so many women and so many people of color, so it was, like, super cool, and all the pieces were really cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. <laughs> This is actually good instead of boring. Yeah, I think it's also probably there were female artists, but like they didn't get attention. Right. So they just were around, but all the people that were famous were men. Yeah, that's who we remember. But that's what's the most interesting part about this book, because these all these men that had time to create, obviously, it's so funny to hear them describe their daily rituals, because it's like the maid brings them coffee, the maid reads them their mail. They, they have no no errands there's no upkeep to their you know we are like we you know you there's so much we have to do for ourselves or the average person has to do that but then particularly women there's so much they have to do for the house and whenever they talk about the the women it's so funny part of their daily ritual is like i try to rush through the household chores and get them get them done by 10 Mm. that way i can do there's like all these kind of but the the men in the book have this luxury of time because they don't have to take care of the stuff there's just like no errands in their life. It's amazing. I was like taking a class in college and it was like a, 
it was like some writing class i think it was like a screenwriting class and the teacher was like i mean he was probably like 30 at the time and he was like um he just mentioned like yeah and you know my benefactor and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) he was like i mean he was also like teaching at a university so he did like have a job somewhat and i mean it is a job but it's like not 40 hours a week probably but he was like yeah this like really rich guy like really liked my writing and so he just gives me a bunch of money so i can do writing and i was like how do you get that but wouldn't you be so embarrassed to be like benefactor benefactor but that's what a lot of a lot of like visual artists i think have benefactors Uh. like i think it's somewhat normalized yeah in some i mean there's a word for it (laughs) right (laughs) yeah that that but it feels like not super common in writing but maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm running in the (laughs) circles yeah where people just don't know about it it's like i could have a benefactor right now that'd be amazing (laughs) well that maybe that's like kind of the future where people have patreons or whatever is that what they're called where they're like i have multiple benefactors people that just are like supporting me Yeah. yeah but maybe it's my like I don't know. To me, it just like is like that would also feel so much pressure. You'd be like, I have a benefactor. I better be produce. It, that would feel stifling or something. If yeah. it's like I don't know, or maybe it would be great. Actually, what am I saying? I'm sh- to have money and time to do whatever you want. I'm sure it would be great for your art. Yeah, you also might have to. Like, I'm sure he, especially if he like felt fine sharing that, he probably is someone who's like, oh yeah, I just write. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like. Yeah. Maybe he didn't question himself too much. Yeah. <laughs> he has no self-doubt. Yeah. Whereas when I write, I'm like, this is all, like, oh my God, I better never show this to my, anyone. <laughs> I better never show this to my benefactor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dang. Dang. I feel like there's something I was going to say related to that. Anyways, it's interesting. Oh, but when it comes to like errands and kind of stuff like that, it's like not only, it's not like I don't. I love errands, actually. I love doing errands. I like... So it's like... It's interesting to think that... It's like, oh... To to actually totally abandon all parts of life except for being like, I want to write for eight hours a day. Or these people... Actually, what's interesting is most people write for like kind of three hours a day the most. Or paint for like three hours a day the most. Like, oh, it's like they're not doing it for eight hours. Um, or compose or whatever, maybe. I mean, there's outliers. Oh, also the major use of amphetamines. <laughs> it's like very common like everyone's like and then they were taking 20 amphetamines a day or something it's like hella drug use um no wonder they had so much yeah no wonder <laughs> they got so much work done anyway that's kind of what i've learned lately is it learned i don't know kind of what i've seen and that's that's from that's what i've got i feel like we had so many other facts that we've been talking about as of late um did you have the desire staff when you were in your sister's dissertation to like raise your hand and be like, can you clarify that? Or like, what did you mean? <laughs> she told us ahead of time, like, don't, because don't at the me. end, it's like, yeah, at the end, it's like, any questions? <laughs> and, it, and I was like, well, we, so we should think of what, like, <laughs> like not really serious, but she was like, do not ask questions. <laughs> I was like, okay, you just made it. So now I really want to. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steph, sister, <laughs> sister of the bride. <laughs> um, did the whole fam go out to dinner to celebrate? There was like a happy hour afterwards, and then we got brunch the next day. Nice. To wow. celebrate, yeah. Did, I hear Minneapolis is a cool city. Did you like it? 
I like Minneapolis. I've been visiting probably once a year since she moved there. I would normally go there for Thanksgiving. And so now I was like, oh, after this, I'll never go back again because <laughs> she's <laughs> not going to live there anymore. She's moving to Syracuse. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. That's cool. Any Guys, more facts? Any more facts? <laughs> Can't facts. think of any. I think. Paul, any facts? Paul's <laughs> 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 good. <laughs> well, guys, that's been another episode of Let's Fly. Um, Rhiannon, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Time out of your vacation, of course. Um, we will pay you. We pay all of our guests. Um, <laughs> Steph, any parting words of wisdom? Um, no, you know, I think just um, go out there and into the world and do what you feel compelled to do, <laughs> um, and uh, be confident about yourself. Yeah, you. we all deserve a benefactor. Yeah. Sometimes a benefactor is just yourself. <laughs> <laughs>